Hello, awesome people around the globe. Welcome to the vibrant world of fitness, where being a personal trainer isn't just a job, it's a passion. Trust me, there's no other profession I'd rather be in. The joy of guiding clients on their fitness journey, witnessing their progress, and playing a key role in their success, it's an unparalleled feeling of accomplishment far beyond any financial reward. However, some trainers might not fully experience this joy, whether it's due to a lack of professional skills, which is totally fixable, or because they haven't quite mastered the business side of things like attracting and retaining clients. In today's episode, after wrapping up our summer PT business camp in Spain, I had a fantastic chat with my dear friend and colleague, Miss Loreana Acosta. We dove into what makes the fitness industry tick and how you can level up as a personal trainer in every aspect. So let's get started. So here we are in the podcast again. The PD Business Academy is back on track. And I'm definitely not, you know, styled up as usually because we are in uh, Spain right after our PD Business Camp. Well, it's basically a PD Summer Business Camp because it's summer and we've created um, a brand new camp that is dedicated to personal trainers to develop their business to the next level and improve. And today is with me. Loreana Acosta. So, hola guys. My name is Loreana. I'm from Costa Rica. I've been living in the Middle East for about almost 10 years. And I'm a fitness business consultant. I work with fitness founders, uh, people who want to develop different projects, not only as a gyms, facilities, studios, uh, fitness brands, and also, well, personal trainers who they want to take their businesses to the next level. So yeah, very, the, very quick with this experience here in Spain. This is, this is what we're doing, both of us actually. We, we try to educate, in a way, educate. Correct. Trainers, gym owners, or center or gym chain owners into a better business. Correct. For personal training, or not personal training, but fitness as such. So the whole thing of fitness. Okay, you live in the Middle East for almost, you said almost 10 years now, right? But yep. there was a break in between, wasn't it? It was. So I did a small break uh, where I went to Montenegro for 16 months. So I spent some time in Europe and then, well, decided to come back to the region. Uh, but yeah, I feel that overall in the experience that I have seen in Latin America, Europe and Middle East, all of us share the same gap, and the same gap is everybody's so passionate about fitness. Mm -hmm. Yes, everybody wants transformations, everybody wants to help others, but they run away from the business side of it. They are too afraid because the first reason why everybody gets into fitness industry is because I don't want to be in an office. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do the admin stuff. Yeah, most of the times it's like that. But the, the hardcore truth is as soon as you get into any kind of business, the admin part comes with it. There you go. So you cannot there run you away go. from it. You cannot hide even from that. There you go. But most of the people do that. They just avoid it yeah. and they don't want to learn it because it's boring. It can get overwhelming. They don't know where to start, how to start, and what are those systems that they need to have continuity in the mm. day at day 
Because at the end of the day, we're running a business. Or as we said in the Middle East, you don't have a bacala. So bacala. Explain that. Bacala, by the way. You know these small chops that you hung to the guy. The guy comes to you. I bring you, I don't know, a small bag of sugar that you forgot to buy or coffee or whatever. Just a convenient chop in the Middle East is called bacala. And back Mm -hmm. in the day, they Mm -hmm. wouldn't even accept card, of course. It was a cash business. Cash business, yeah. And what happened with personal trainers? Yeah, it's well, that's that's one of the problems. You, you see, this is something where I think that this is ruining our industry right now, which is uh, business cash on hand. Yeah. No, no receipts, no, um, no invoicing, no tracking. Correct. You know, most of the time, if you work with cash on hand. It means no security, no insurance, no nothing for the clients. So that might be one of the main problems why our industry has, has such a low reputation in, in many respects, because it does, you know? And there, we know that, that there are many trainers out there that are in the industry with the wrong reasons. Yes. With not enough knowledge or perhaps, well, I know about a bunch of them that never had any kind of informal or formal education. And they just started to work because, oh, I can train now. I'm I'm training for myself for the past two, three, five, I don't care how many years. And, you know, I assume that since I'm doing it quite well and it works for me, I can do it with others as well. But the lack of knowledge is is a big problem you know so we were talking about it yesterday after after our training when i've what i've seen in the industry in in the past 23 years that i'm working in it it was like i've seen guys that were training for over 20 years they were you know respecting respected on various forums like the go-to guys and everything and then you met them and you try to talk to them and you see the huge gap it's and, and I mentioned it yesterday to you that it seems like someone would start in the kindergarten, jump over, you know, the the first until the eighth, ninth, tenth, twelfth grade. Depends where you do the schooling, right? right. Is it in Europe or U.S. or some and so on? And they go straight to university, okay, straight to college. But that's not going to work because you miss out the the really important parts in between of your education and understanding what is actually going on. How do I deal with certain things? And those things are missing, you know, and then they just take cash on hand and that's it. And no one knows about them actually. No, you know? I mean, it becomes pity cash. So yeah. that, that's the thing. It's no longer a business because money comes in and in their head they go, okay, cool. I can pay my bills. I can pay for a small trip, I can do a few a little bits, and I have something left in the mm. bank account. And then I'm freaking out because I have to, to check how I'm going to bring more people on board. And also, coming a little bit aside from the cash situation, they don't understand relationships. They yeah. don't understand what exactly their clients are in need. That sometimes is way broader than only a body transformation. So then they of ask course. themselves, oh, why, why my, my client is no longer working with me? Why, mm. why I'm suffering in summer? Because I'm supposed to have more people to train or more people <clears throat> to support in a certain way. And they don't have it. 
So then they, they are freaking out like, okay, how I'm gonna survive? How I'm gonna bring more people? And then what is the next thing that happened? I lowered my prices. Yeah, I, I just mean, go that, to that's the floor. The, that's basically the opposite where a business should go. Correct. You know, well, basically, so a business, a good business, should increase prices because the level of service is becoming constantly better. Correct. But it's not, you know, because no it's one is taking case. care of that. Even, even with, the, with the education, because we do educate personal trainers around the globe. So what we do see is in countries where there is no obligation to continue your education in every single year to improve your skills and knowledge, about the and develop your skills, of course. So, if you're not obliged to do that, you don't do it because you're, you're quite happy with where you are. And cool. I've seen it in many business seminars that, that we've delivered um, in certain countries, um, especially in the in the former Yugoslavia countries. What I've noticed was that people tend to be satisfied very, very easily, very quickly. They don't they do not have the perspective, the long-term business perspective. Okay, what do I want to achieve? And the mindset that as soon as you generate a business, when you start a business, what, what is the main purpose of a business? Growth, right? Well, Be profitable, well, growth, yeah. To, to have a situation of stagnation is basically same as dying. So as long as you keep moving forward and as long as you keep growing, I mean, slow growth, is okay with me as long as you keep growing but people just stop growing and they are slowly diminishing everything that they've built because they don't take care of it none of it because they just get comfortable with the position where they're at right now correct and going back to what you were saying in terms of education and that is one of the bits that I absolutely appreciate from uh, PT Business Academy is yes, there is tons of education out there and people pay for seminars, workshops, whatever it is. There is a lot of information coming in, but then they pass an exam, they pass a test and then what is after? They have no clue how to apply that knowledge. They have no clue to how to actually help other individuals with the new tools that they got. They just get overwhelmed. They just uh, brack around. Oh, I got a new certificate. Here is me with the photo. Yeah. So people know I'm certified. I'm, I'm legit, right? Yeah. But really, are you helping more people? And this comes all down basically how you market yourself as well, yeah. you know? It's not enough to pose with a certificate in hand. You have to deliver some value to, to your potential client. Correct. Or build the audience that you need to talk to in order to have a business you know, in the first place. And most of, the, most of the younger generation trainers, they think, okay, if I just pose with a certificate in my hand, this is going to bring me clients. But it's not like that. No anymore. You know, you always will have certain profiles that can do that, that will attract clients immediately. Mostly it will be those that are a bit more extrovert yep. in the character, yep. you know, in the, in the nature, outgoing and communicative because they talk to people. They know a lot of people and people already trust them because they've been talking to them 
over the course of the years, but those that are more introverted, they will have a huge problem and they will struggle with that. So what we've done right now, maybe a bit, you know, a background story why we wanted to do the podcast. Yeah. So it's been two weeks spending here in a fantastic villa in uh, Andalusia, Spain, which is just a phenomenal experience and a very good environment to work in, to engage with other trainers, to engage with us, the mentors, mm -hmm. and, and you know, bring your business up to speed. Because most of the guys that were here right now for the past two weeks, you know, they were doing something, they're doing quite okay, but to step onto the, onto the next level, to elevate everything that they've been doing, they just need, you know, way, way, way beyond the comfort zone they were in. Exactly. And what, what, what we've noticed was, for example, that most of the guys that didn't do any communication with potential clients. So no Zero. email list, no, <laughs> no social media. And everything was more or less from physical encounters with people, which is quite fine because, you know, personal training is um, like human to human business purely. So you have to talk to people, you have to meet them, you have to shake hands and so on and, and get referrals. And we know from the statistics that from, well, let's say about 60 to 80% of all the business that a personal trainer gets as a personal trainer life face-to-face, one-on-one, still old-fashioned, right? It will be referrals. Correct. Which is as it should be. But the perception is somehow different, right? So I... I do not care if you are a fitness influencer because you don't have to be one in order to get business in, but you have to talk to people, you have to, to provide some value through the channels that are available. The, the thing is, right now, because I mean, we are in 2023 and we are in the creator economy, right? Which we have all these amazing tools, online tools, digital tools, where people can access lots of information, right? So. It's kind of it's cool seeing people saying, yes, I want to be an online coach. Cool. How are your in-persons? Because if, if you didn't crack on your in-persons and you had all these relationships and it was quite easy for you to get clients and retain those clients, trust me, the online world is going to be way more difficult, mm -hmm. right? Because yes, you can have like more outreach, but you need to understand how, how to connect with those individuals. Mm. So what, what it has been very cool in these two weeks of experience and why we wanted to do something really different is, yes, we are aware and we run different online programs. People sign up, they get a, their education, they go in their own pace, they have their <clears throat> modules, call it as, as you want it, and maybe a few calls where you can you know, we can answer questions and so on. But what happened here was different because we brought them to a different pace. Uh, when you are back home on your own, you get the information, you may have questions. And there is something that I noticed that happened with a lot of people. They always have this in the back of the head saying, am I doing it right? Mm. I don't know if, if what I'm doing makes sense or no, is the right thing. Um, I don't know, they, they need that certainty. And then the environment just was perfect. Mm. We were all of us in this room just working. 
at the same table at the all same the time. table all the time no distractions no oh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna post something in social media or whatsapping with my friends or no. faffing around no we were there sitting crack home okay first thing in the morning seven in the morning brainstorming session where are you stuck where yeah. you need help and what is different of this bootcamp is not generic. Of course it's, not. It cannot be, right? It cannot be generic. You know, everybody that was here with us was uh, starting from a different position. Correct. You know, different background. Correct. We've had uh, one guy that is a psychologist and yeah. will offer a special kind of service to his clients, which is combining fitness training, nutrition, and psychology, which is phenomenal in my opinion. Yeah. You know, because that's the that's the part where in 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 well in the past I was always trying to get our collaborators in it that were from the field of psychology because this was the part that we were missing out on. Yeah. You know, and, and people struggle in that. So you have to explore the underlying causes, for example, of obesity and so on. And one one of the ideas that I've got in the in the business camp for him was okay, why not dealing with people that are after a breakup? You know, because this is the time where you see, okay, <laughs> yeah, everybody's dealing differently with, break, yeah. with breakups, obviously. But, you know, we see a lot of uh, frustration yeah. and then connected to that binge eating and so on and so on. And you, or you, you know, don't eat at all. <laughs> or you don't, so neither, neither extreme is yeah. good, right? So he could be stepping into that direction and offer in his little market, he would be definitely the only one doing like really on a high level consulting, psychology, nutrition, and fitness training, you know, just taking care of yourself and, and taking care of a different mindset. And this is, by the way, his, uh, his, his slogan to a degree, which is training and mindset, you know, so he can combine that. The other guy is a physio. Correct. You know, a physio, which can combine the, because usually, you know, that trainers and physiotherapists were just fighting against, against each, other each other all the time yeah. and so on you know and he can combine both worlds and and speak from both positions depending on the client and needs. for him was even different because he has a physical location exactly which no everybody I mean, has the own. luxury to 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 have a yeah, natural yeah. place where to attract people so it kind of blows our mind when we ask who are your neighbors yeah what are their yeah. names and yeah, he, he, he didn't, didn't have a clue. And, and that's, and that's right, the very basics of our profession is to talk to people, to know the people. And uh, to be quite fair, I was visiting him uh, two weeks before we left for Spain. He was in the second group, by the way. So I, I, I was visiting him and said, look, let, let's go for a drink uh, in the bar next door. Yeah. And we sit down and I just made a, made a test. You know, so I, I'm asking the waitress, hey, you know about a, about a facility where they're training around here? That I've heard there is something new just opened up this year. Do you know about it? Oh, no, no, I don't have any clue. And it was, you know, like practically next door, your first neighbor. Exactly. And they didn't know. Well, what, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. You know, you should be here every day sitting, drinking coffee and speaking to as much people as you can while you're not training clients because this is your best form of marketing that you that you can do ever, Correct. you know, and then he wasn't doing it. Then the third guy, which is, in my opinion, 
one of the best projects that yeah. could really go out on. He was a professional athlete with, with high standards, you know, high motivation, everything. And he was in ski jumping, right? Um, very, very, it's very beautiful. special because, yeah. you know, they needed to die down, you know, be very strict with the nutrition and so on. And he kind of adopted that kind of a lifestyle, except he's not the skinny guy with 55 kilograms anymore. Um, what's that about? 110, 115 pounds, right? Something like that. But right now, in his, he's 45. 45. And looks like the Better bollocks, you know. Than all of us. Six together. pack all the way around, <laughs> um, you know, just vascularity, everything yeah. is there, you know. So he could basically spend two weeks and he would be on stage in, in certain occasions, you know. Okay, the, the, uh, the mass is not there that would be needed for bodybuilding, but still, I mean, you know, in shape, exactly. active all the time and so on. And he's out for, for a high ticket um, clients, Experience. which is, you know, training the leaders how to relax, how to achieve not only a different mindset, but how to get yourself together, live better and be able to take care of your business and your employees and, you know, not to get sick and stay there for the next 40 years if necessary. Correct. It doesn't mean that you have to work for 40 years, but you know, and, the ability is there. The cool thing is because, uh, well, he is a little bit older, also he wants to work with that population. Exactly. To make it like really unique because I have seen a lot of people past the 40s, kind of they just give up. Mm. Just like, oh, I just turned 40. So anyway, I'm a parent. Anyway, it doesn't matter anymore. Kind of they give up in themselves. So it's not only uh, the aesthetic side of it, but it's also like a more holistic approach of how can you achieve longevity. Yeah. And kind of, yes, you get older, but it doesn't, doesn't mean that you need to get sick all the time or that you have exactly. to be a highly stressful life. And because not, not only that, that is what it is. I mean, it's completely not only taking care of the shape that you're in, but having adventures that are outside your office, outside your work, and Correct. you know, getting a bit time for yourself. So the plan was, or the, the idea was the following. So we're just putting that out so you can maybe think about that. So the idea was, okay, why not doing, because he's adventurous and likes uh, mountains, climbing, skiing, jumping Outdoors, from bridges, or what, whatever, around. okay? Yeah. So the idea was, okay, why not taking those leaders, CEOs, company owners, and so on, into an, into an outdoor adventure yeah. every three months and spending three months ahead to prepping them for that adventure. So it's, it's not just an adventure, but it's a challenge. So you have to work for it because we know the psychology behind it. You know, if you're a high performer, you're looking for that challenge right. and you're ready to work for it, except this work will keep you stronger, healthier, you know, feeling better about yourself keeping you a healthy mindset and sane, so keeping your sanity intact so you can work and perform in your, in your job, in your business, but still keeping, keep pushing things so that you can get and achieve those challenges. Right. You know, and, you, and you travel for two to three days, get away a bit, get your own time, 
off of the phone. So it's like a digital detox as well and so on and so on. So there are a couple of things that I just, I, I, I think that that idea was quite brilliant. Yeah, that was absolutely brilliant. So also what, what, what is kind of cool to highlight from, from this experience, these guys had like a little bit of an idea of the, what they wanted to do, but it wasn't tangible. It wasn't landed. Yeah. So during this time, we worked together to refine that idea and how to bring it to life, which is also one of the main struggles of most of the people. So instead of being thinking about it for months and not getting anything done, no, we found a way, okay, now we understand these are your, your skills, this is what you want to achieve, this is the audience that makes sense to work with, now, how we package it in a way mm -hmm. that we can deliver the most amount of value to this audience and put it out there. Mm -hmm. And that was what we defined this week. So just at that alone is gold. I, I think what the next amazing thing that, that was achieved by all of them is, and we, we have to praise them a bit, you know, because they've really done quite a lot. Yeah. So it was seven days, seven, full seven days, spending over 60 hours because I, I was looking into our schedules and how long are we staying up in the, in the evening because, you know, brainstorming in the evening while we were sitting outside of the pool, you know, and talking for two hours about business, that's, I mean, it's not the actual work, but it's something that you need to put work and effort and, and time in, you know, so that you can wake up at six in the morning the next day, start working at seven at your ideas and get it done. And right. we were pretty much every day working, well, way past yes. 4 p.m. as was intended. So we, we were working until five, six. So we, we missed out on training on weekends because everything was closed down before we, we stopped working and so on and so on, you know? So I think that what they've done, it might not seem right now, but it was really, like really a lot, you know, not only the welcome packages, uh, we've set up three new web pages, <laughs> Yes. you know, including the landing pages. Uh, we've designed two new logos inside of that because the, uh, the other guys had already the logos and the brand colors and so on. Uh, then we've, we've prepared, you know, like a whole bunch of documents and forms and everything that they will be using. They translated a, a lot of stuff because not all of them our English speaking and, and so on and so on. So there was really like a lot of work done that usually if you do it next to your clients or next to your, to your regular job, it takes you one to three months, depends on how skilled you are in certain Correct. things, right? And then overcoming the fear of being in front of the camera and overcoming the fear of taking shots of yourself that, that and was, writing and so on. That was one of my favorite ones. Honestly, that was one of my favorite ones because a lot of people will come and say, there is no way I'm gonna put my face in front of a camera. Yeah. I, I swear I can make business without. I'm like, well, not really. Not, not today. Not today, maybe later, but not today. So what it was really cool is all of these guys uh, went out with an actual marketing strategy. So yeah. now they know how to do things right. Because people always ask, what should I be posting in social media and how? Mm. Um, it, it, it needs just a little bit of a structure and then you just really added your own flavor. 
But the one thing that you need to understand is, yeah, people want to see you because people want to connect with you. Is what we were saying. We do business human to human. It's no B2B or B2C, right? So the fact that during this week we challenge them, you need to show up every single day. Videos, stories, Mm -hmm. talk to the camera, go live and... I know, I reckon they were so uncomfortable, like extremely uncomfortable. I remember one of the days, all the guys were sitting here, they were doing brainstorming. Igor called me, no, come do, do some photos because I want to have some content that we are yeah. brainstorming. And one of them was so stiff. <laughs> I swear, I just There's was taking camera. photos, just <laughs> taking photos. And he was so stiff, like, no, I, Dude, I, relax, I, I don't right? want to be there. Relax. I remember I was telling him, like, relax, relax. <laughs> just a few photos, <laughs> we, we good, we good. Yeah. But I guess they got in the habit. Just by really having this experience, at least they convinced themselves, I can do it. Mm. And I think that that is the bet that everybody needs. Just understand that you are capable of doing it and it's what you don't get in an online course. Exactly. You, you cannot, you know, that's what, I'm all for the, for the online courses and blah, 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 everything surrounding it. But, you know, I'm, COVID did that to yeah. us. I was, I was so desperate to have the, the human touch back, you know, yeah. to be able to communicate like we are right now sitting in, uh, across the table and, you know, just, just let ideas flow and so on. So I was missing that. And that was my, my first reason why I wanted to bring something like that to life. So that was the pilot project. It went quite well. You know what, what my favorite part was when we were traveling to Ronda? Ronda is a nice town. Maybe, maybe you were watching the, uh, the Netflix series Warrior Nun. So one of the battles were in Ronda at the, at the church. Okay, and uh, it was a surprise for them. So I didn't tell them what they will have to do when we get there. We just, I just said, look, let's go there and we will just produce some, some nice photos and so on. But the task that they've got as soon as we arrived was, look, guys, so this is the famous bridge, Puente Nuevo in Ronda. It's amazing. So it offers you the amazing landscape, the amazing views of the bridge, you know, the, the old town and everything that is standing on a rock and so on. And I said, look, use this environment that you have here and I want you to create stories. I want you to go live. Live. They're, they're all just... No, what? you're joking. What? I said, okay. yeah, I, I want you to do a live video. What do you mean with live? Just recording and then... Po- no, that's not live, is no, it? No, no, you no. Know? Live is... It's just go live on it and I want you... And the task was, I want you to talk about your topic at least five minutes. And the, and the guy that was really camera shy, he was saying, how do I know if it's five minutes? I said, I don't know, do you have a watch? <laughs> no, then just go by the feel. And I remember because I was walking around and filming them, of course, for, for our uh, stories and, and content and so on. And I was, and he was just coming past me. And, hey, it's already five minutes. And he was still <laughs> live on, right? So there were five people watching, them, watching him right, talk to me and ask me, hey, is it already five minutes? I don't think so, man. Just go another, you know, just, just a bit more. So he was doing 15 minutes at, at, at the end, right? But he forgot about it because he was starting to talk and, and creating and so on. But this is it. You know, it's like bungee jumping. 
Yeah. You know, when you, when you, when you are standing there at the, at the end of the plank and you're watching down there, oh, you, you don't want to jump, right? Uh, exactly. Is you, know, the, is the you just have to... Five seconds rule, yeah. just count yeah. backwards five, as Mel Robbins said, and just yeah. go for it. Yeah. <laughs> and, but when you go down, have you been bungee jumping? I haven't, and we have in Costa Rica one of the coolest bridges for bungee jumping. Whoa. It's one of the we'll like, see about that, historic. <laughs> we'll see and about Costa Rica, that. I haven't done it, yes. Well, I remember when I was bungee jumping, and it was like when you fly down, that that's the most amazing feeling ever, right? So my next idea was, okay, why? Because that was like 60, 60 meters or something. So I was thinking, okay, in Austria, for example, they do like a bungee from heli. Yeah. You know? So you jump down almost 400 meters, which is, oh, that sounds good that's, to me. Okay, the but it, it's the same, you know, when you do it, once you're flying down there, it's, hey, that's, that's quite good actually. That was cool. You know, <laughs> and so they, they've developed the habits that they need to, they need to have in order to grow business-wise and done a lot of work. So I'm quite satisfied with that. I am also very happy and also another of the things, and this is, this is quite funny one, uh, people say, cool, I want an online business or a hybrid, so a little bit one-on-one yeah. and online, but they don't have a clue of all the resources and tools out there to simplify your life, yeah. right? So they really overthink and put a lot of stuff, a lot of fluff that really you don't need, um, just get things more complicated. So what we did during this week also was, okay, let's understand what is your skill set, because I completely understand and respect and know everybody is that good with technology. So with which things do you feel comfortable, right? What is like, the way like simplify things for each of you that you feel well and you need and you know that your clients also will work with you in that in that way and put it together so again it's a tailored solution it's not that we are gonna sell to everyone the same software to mm -hmm. have check-ins with no, clients no, no. because just just doesn't work for them so what is that tool that you feel comfortable? This one? Cool. Let's set it up and let's have what is the procedure for you to work with it yeah. and make it more efficient. Because the idea also that having an online business or part of it online is that you want to maximize your time, right? Of course. No, make your life even more difficult. I have some time to, to do the funny things as well. You know, it's not Correct. just about that. But yeah. So, a couple of ideas. What I want to talk about, I will just take you five more minutes, but what I want to talk about, so learning from this past two weeks, what could we drive back to the whole industry? What is going on right now? So where, where we see the problems in the industry that needs to be fixed as soon as possible to get the whole industry to a higher level. The one thing that I feel needs to be fixed is structure foundations yeah. because especially in the fitness industry everybody goes with the flow with the day-to-day -day. so i have clients in the morning in the evening sometimes even the programming is a, a i don't know it's an average program i have seen people that they smoke 
the, the programs drive into decline, right? Yeah. So they don't take it seriously, firstly that, but they just go in the flow and they always uh, keep thinking, yes, I have to improve things, I have to do things better, but the execution never happens. Mm. So I feel that definitely having systems in place, having very good foundations, treat it as a business because it is a business. Yeah. It's not a hobby anymore. Um, yeah, just take it seriously. Um, get yourself educated to really take it to the next level. And having a mentor is really, is really important. Is when like having this experience like we had in these last two weeks where all of us were sharing, like even Alesh and I, uh, we do basically the same, but we come from different backgrounds, yeah. different experiences, different markets. We don't agree on everything. We don't agree on everything, which is but it's open absolutely to discussion. fine. Yes. Um, and it was really, really cool to interchange all these ideas. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like I'm going back refreshed yeah. and we've like really excited to do That's because a lot of the of pool stuff. too. There you go. <laughs> what, what, I, what I've noticed is the lack of <clears throat> foundations, yes, but in the other perspective, not only business-wise, I see that the people are just taking it lightly, yeah. you know, too light to be fair. So they, they go through their certification, they go through the courses, even through ours. And I have to admit, you know, we spend really a lot of time on it. So our average course lasts for at least eight weeks where we, and we deliver over 200 hours of education and so on, plus the self-study hours, right? And we have the practical part live in the gyms, teaching them how to train, how to train others. You know, everything is included. But, but I, I've noticed many, many times that as much as I struggle, you know, to put a program out that would cover everything and you cover everything, people just, they forget, you know, because they, they are not taking seriously No, enough. because it's like, it's cool. You study for the test. Yeah. Yeah, but it's but, not. But, but exactly. But the real world, the real life is really, you want to help people. You want to, to deliver results. Yeah, and not only that, you have to understand their circumstances, yeah. their uh, psychological states yeah. and so on and so on. And we spend a lot of time on psychology. I believe that we are one of the few on the market, if not the only one, that you know, we developed our, our psychology, um, psychology part of, of our education, which, was, which is huge. We spent a whole one weekend which is all together combined with the, with the self-study hours and so on, over 50 hours on psychology for our clients, right? But they tend to forget it. You know, they just, oh yeah, I, I know it now. And yeah, I passed the test, that's good. No, it's not good enough. You shouldn't be satisfied with simply passing an exam. That's not good. And we have two exams in place. So it's not just one, it's theory as one exam, and you have to prove that you actually know what you, what you were doing in the theory part by executing a practical exam in front of six, uh, six other people that are basically, you know, like your, um, your proctors and monitoring everything that you do. And you have to show your skills and everything that you have developed over the course of two months. So at least something, and I know that we are amongst the few that are doing it like that, 
which is which will make it hard for us on the on the US market to be fair because the US market the accreditations and so on are way different Correct. but I still you know that will be probably an add-on and luckily in Europe it's an it's an obligation which is Correct. which was one of the the main things where when I said okay um, I definitely want the European accreditation because this is offering a degree of a minimal minimal standard that should be there yeah yeah so I'm, I'm becoming more and more a fan of that despite a lot of people or my competitors are saying oh, okay this is just accreditation it's nothing because they don't check everything and I, I agree when I was talking with the, the president of the, of the European accreditation um, uh, entity he was he was telling me look we cannot police everybody and that's the truth, you know? If you look at the streets, everybody has a driving license, but not everybody is a good driver, right? There you go. But you have the police then, uh, then there, but they, the police cannot stop everybody every day. Yeah. You know, so you just go and try to do your best because, you know, it's, it's a problem of uh, staffing and many other issues as well. And you, you're not quite happy when you get stopped, right? So the same is here, but, you know, some policing is, is being done and the standards are quite reasonably set. Yeah. They're okay, so the minimum is definitely there when you have to go through it. And you know, the rest is happening on the market itself because the market is cleaning out on its own. You know, the good ones survive, the bad ones just go away yeah. slowly but surely. So that's, the, that's what, what, what I've noticed and that was my very reason years ago when I started to develop our systems and education why we design them that way because we wanted to make them better and on our main markets what we've noticed right now is that our trainers supersede uh, everybody else on the market so they go way beyond them and i was talking to one of our students um it wasn't even so long ago it was right now during our, our summer camp here and he said do you know that i work in a gym where just your trainers are working it's, it's a gym full of your trainers. It not, it's not my gym. We're not even affiliated with, gym, with that gym, mm -hmm. but in, in the capital, right? So everybody's working there. And I was doing some market research and those trainers that are really doing good on the market right now, all of them, all of them were somehow connected to our courses in the oh, course of good. the past 12 years or so. <clears throat> so they were learning from us. And... We are expanding that knowledge and bringing that to the Middle East. Yeah, what so the, about that? <laughs> the, the, the plan is the Middle East and we're bringing quite some new things to the yeah. Middle East and the other markets as well, right? So it's uh, the cooperation with Advanced Coaching Academy with yeah. Phil Learney, which is a huge thing that will provide many, many tools. And I'm, um, I'm quite, you know, uh, I'm excited about getting all the tools and everything translated into Arabic languages because uh, that's that, that something is, new as well. That is goal. That is goal because we, we know that it's not available. We know that they're really seeking to get a lot of new knowledge and yeah. information, especially Saudi Arabia, that uh, all the fitness industry is booming and they really need highly knowledgeable trainers yeah. and they just don't have them. Just, not yet. Just, not yet. No, yeah, we're working on that. There so you go. that's that's the plans, you know. But in case you need any kind of assistance, any kind of help, just uh, DM us or just yeah. write a comment here 
whatever you prefer, whichever way you like to, just go to the website. Um, Lo, we call her Lo, by the way, <laughs> and, and her Fit Pfizer lab. So that's another corporation. Yep. We work with DNA Power from Canada, which is a company that helps us to educate our trainers from, for DNA coaching, uh, conducting, or let's say, um, getting the clients to get a DNA test and then helping them with results, with results. and you know coaching and that is based on that yeah. on their genetic profile which is amazing by the way I've done it for myself and for a couple of my clients and it works just really really amazingly good so a, a lot of new stuff is coming up that we're um, going to present very very soon yep. uh, so just stay tuned there will be more and more uh, podcasts coming up here as well on YouTube on uh, Apple podcast so every channel that you can imagine we're covering so that's it for today thank you for being here for the two weeks it was amazing um, and <laughs> we'll definitely talk another time there Thanks. you go thank you thank you guys see you soon and that wraps up today's episode if you enjoyed it don't forget to subscribe click the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating on itunes if you listen on itunes we love hearing from you so share your thoughts and let us know what topics you'd like us to explore in the future episode keep pushing forward and I'll catch you in the next episode of the Next Gen PT.